Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 236. It is Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. You're an asshole for that background. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna move I'm gonna move to the right there. Uh, yes, for those uh, for those uh, uh, listening in or just tuning in this week, uh, my Zoom background this week is from Ari Aster's 2019 horror film *Midsummer* or *Midsommar*, uh, which Carl Bird had the distinct pleasure of watching last week. Which, and I can't wait to get into his Carl Bird summary of that wonderful, delicious film. <laughs> You really, had to use, you really had to use the D word, huh? Oh yes, it was delicious. It was delectable. It was delightful. Um, but yes, yeah, so we'll 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 get into that uh, uh, momentarily. Uh, but before we get into um, uh, our, our proceedings here, uh, first we want to begin with uh, with a, on a serious yet most fortunate note. Um, for those who are keeping score in the news, um, former Minneapolis police officer and murderer Derek Chauvin has been found guilty, guilty on all three counts. He was found guilty uh, this afternoon of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter of Mr. George Floyd, whom he uh, murdered uh, last summer, which sparked off a wave of protests um, and, and unrest um, since, uh, since, la- since last year. Uh, Chauvin, um, he will be facing uh, potentially... Um, uh, at minimum, 40 years in prison. Um, I will I will say that uh, in this instance, for once, justice is served um, because um, it's extremely rare uh, for for a police officer to be found guilty of murdering an innocent uh, black person or an innocent person in general, um, um, and to see uh, the Minneapolis. Uh, a jury actually do the right thing and you know a vote to uh, make this motherfucker guilty that's a good thing um and you know although i will say that there is still we still have a ways to go we still have way too much work to go as far as um you know ensuring that these kind of things don't happen again and and also to ensure that um you know we see true genuine reform in in law enforcement and police uh departments nationwide um we can take this day and this moment to celebrate um this uh this occasion um so uh derek chauvin um you murderous pig i just hope that when once you end up in the clink i hope that the inmates that you're going to be spending time with for years to come will extend to you the same grace that you extended mr george floyd you can make of that what you will. So with that, um, justice is served, and uh, rest in peace and rest in power to Mr. George Floyd. And so, uh, and so that's uh, so that's the uh, the, ma- the major news for today. Um, right now, I am waiting for Carl to come back into the uh, Zoom. Uh, yeah, room. I'm here. All right. Uh, okay. Welcome back, sir. Yeah, 
Yeah, sorry about that. Yep. Uh, Carl, um, yeah, what are what are some of your thoughts about uh, this uh, verdict? Uh, all right. Uh, you guys know that um, I usually don't talk politics. You know, I I know I know the importance of it, but I just never like the energy that it brings out. You know, of people. But um, as of right now, yes, I'm enjoy. I'm definitely enjoying the victory. It's a point. It, it's a point in the right. It's a step in the right direction. But we have a long way to go. Yes, yes, we do. We we do. Like, literally, this is, I mean, I'm sure everybody's happy. Red and Mets right now. Red and Mets versus is on right now. It's 420. Everybody's smoking in the name of justice. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and enjoy it. Enjoy it, but this is merely just a... Uh, quick sit down and catch your breath yeah because we got to get right back up and start fighting all over again and it's got and it's a long fight it's a long fight right now uh mothers hug your sons daughters hug your fathers sisters, brothers um because mm-hmm. this is that this is that moment we should enjoy but the old i mean i know the obviously things like police brutality and racism and prejudice and all that, but the ultimate goal is simply peace. So I actually do hope, while yes, justice has been served, I actually do hope that one day George Floyd's family can actually forgive Derek Chauvin set that example and then lead us into lead and lead everybody into into that direction for peace i don't think well okay i I see what you're saying carl but um i don't think that uh, uh george floyd's family has any any obligation or any reason to forgive this man no and i believe you but i think one day i'm just saying like one day it's because yeah i mean i i grew up up in the church mm-hmm. they taught you know they taught forgiveness so i think i hope one day we can and it just it just moves into the direction of just peace amongst everybody mm. yeah um yeah that as, as far as forgiveness goes I, I i feel differently about that and i'll, I'll, I'll leave a- it at, i'll leave it at that um because I, I think i think I mean, I will say that as as black people, I think that people ask us or expect we are expected to offer that forgiveness, no matter what, no matter how much uh, injustice is is thrown in our face and how much we experience. So I don't think forgiveness should factor into this equation at all. This man does not deserve any type of grace at all whatsoever. And I will say, and also too. Um, and to your point with um, the fact that we still have a ways to go, you know, just uh, just, you know, you know, in, in like in the last in the last week or so or the last few days, we had a 13 year old bo- 13 year old black boy, Adam Toledo, who was shot by the police with his hands. Yes. up. We had a 16 year old boy, Pey- Peyton Ham in Maryland, who was holding a toy gun. He got he got gunned down. Um, and um, there was another there's another one. Uh, who, who died recently? Um, oh gosh, I can't, I can't believe I forget. 
can't believe I'm forgetting his name. I'm trying, I'm trying to pull his name up. Um, but yeah, there was there was there was another there was another uh, a young man that was killed. There was another young man, another young man, uh, uh, an, a second lieutenant in the army, uh, Karen Nazario. Uh, yeah. Yeah, who, I saw a little bit of that. Yeah, who was assaulted so, by? A, yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Yeah. It's a long road to go. It's a yeah. long, we got a long way to go. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want like I'm, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade, you know, because I, you know, I celebrate. It was more of like a huge sigh of relief for me, because mm-hmm. like I, you know, I was I, like I literally got home just in time for mm-hmm. the for the verdict, and I'm just sitting there like, you know, I got anxiety, so I'm I'm cracking my knuckles, my leg shaking, and all that, and then. Because I was going into this with low expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I was just like, you know what? If we get the same results, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll be upset about it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know. And then when, I guess I, another weird thing with me too, it hasn't really sunk in yet to like really, really celebrate Cause like it happened, and I'm just still like, wait, he's guilty. Mm. You know, it's like I'm still kind of in shock that like mm. he was actually found guilty. Like justice for us was like was actually served. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's and it's such a and it's such a uh, such a sad in, indictment, you know, of our nation where we are, where we've, we we are, we expect. Um, a not yeah. guilty verdict in many of these cases. Like we've seen it with um, George Zimmerman when he killed Trayvon Martin back in 2013, he was acquitted. Um, now that motherfucker, that's a motherfucker who doesn't deserve forgiveness. Yeah. Exactly. That's a motherfucker. Um, like, you know what he does now? What's up? Like, do you know what he does now? I don't even want to know. The fact that he's still drawing I... breath is offensive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah. Oh, and and the young man I was trying to remember his name, Dante Wright. You know, he. Oh was... yeah, which I think that was the one where George Floyd's girlfriend was his teacher. Wow. Yeah. How about that? How about that yeah. degree of separation? Yeah. So um, I said it just hasn't really sunk in yet, and you know, living in the town that I live in, mm-hmm. you know. I went to the store not too long ago, so I was just like expecting, you know, looks. Yeah. You know, I haven't noticed any. Mm-hmm. So, but and who knows? There was this one day. This is another sad case too, where there was this one day I was going to the, the I went to the store nearby here. Yeah. And remember, I live in a predominantly white town. Mm-hmm. And this older white guy. Just, uh, he was completely polite, and he was like, um, it's, this is when everything, like, first happened last year. Yeah. And he was like, hey, excuse me for a sec, and kind of startled. Mm. Like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't expect it. Mm. So, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Don't worry, I'm not a racist. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, but, not hear my point. Mm-hmm. 
But I honestly want to hear your perspective of everything that's going on. And we actually had a very intellectual dialogue. The thing that got to me was just like, wow, like this dude really meant no harm. But it's gotten to the point where, you know, somebody who's, you know, a white person who's being genuinely friendly to me had to like put his guard up and say, hey, don't worry, I'm not a racist, I'm not a racist. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, you know, this is like where we are as a society. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, yeah. And, and plus too, like, you know, um, and as, as, as we've seen, you know, you know, white supremacy is so, you know, pervasive here that, that like any, that for, that for like, like, first of all, for that, for that guy to, you know, just come up to you, he doesn't know you from anybody else. And to, right. I'm the, probably the first black guy you saw in like maybe months. So they're, they're right. people here, but they're very they're just sprinkled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because because uh, like because in any in in it, it wouldn't take much for that for that conversation to go any to go south, <laughs> but right. but um but at least but at least he was willing to listen. So that so that's. Yeah. That was all he wanted. He wanted to know. He just wanted to get a perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I respect him. I respect him for that. He wanted to. Have, he just legit wanted to have that conversation. It's just. It's just sad that we. That he has to like make a point. Don't worry, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Da, 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 but I just want. You know, I didn't mean to startle you or nothing. Like he was just very polite about it. I was, mm. I'm like, okay, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't jumping to that conclusion, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's still just sad that it's happened. And honestly, and another thing too, you know, most black people are on the same side. Big up our allies. They what? We have some, our allies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have some, like these past few marches, we had some pretty strong allies. So. Oh yes. Um... So I mean, I do want to give a big, you know. Big shouts to them and show, you know, at least show that I. Oh, say that again. You kind of broke up there. Uh, no, I just wanted to show that I appreciated them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, you know, with allies who, who are genuine, who are who are always willing to listen and learn, you know, who are you know right there, uh, in the fight with us, then you know they they should be commended as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. But, um, so enjoy the enjoy the victory. You know, sit down, catch your breath. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow's a new day. You gotta get back up and continue fighting. That's right. Yeah. You know. You, you know, as a, you know, true, you know, true reform in our legal system in our police departments. You know, it's gonna take time, and hopefully, this will be the first significant step towards actual. You know, genuine reform from the top down and the bottom right. up. So yeah, uh, so yeah, those are those are our thoughts about the uh, about the verdict. Um, uh, moving moving on uh, to to what, we'll, what we're going to talk about too, uh, Carl. Um, I understand that you've been up to some good things uh, in the past week. Uh, specifically, um, you got you got a chance to watch uh, a wonderful film. 
by by one of your favorite directors, Ari Aster. Ari Aster, the director of such films as Hereditary and the short film The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Um, you watched his 2019 feature Midsummer. Ah, so Carl, talk us chat chat me up about your experience watching this delicious, delectable, and delightful feature film. Okay, Conrad Thompson. <laughs> yes. Um, you were so you were so eager to get to this. <laughs> you couldn't wait. Oh no. You, you saw that I posted that status that I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must have threw your hands in the air and said, "Yay!" <laughs> I did. Yeah, and I gave you that. I, I posted a little Mr. Burns laughing maniacally gif. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, Midsommar, Midsommar, the 2019 feature starring Florence Pugh, directed by Ari Aster. First off, that motherfucker needs to be seen immediately. <laughs> I... This is my second Ari Aster film that I have watched. Yeah. Yeah. And what the fuck is like therapy is there. I take therapy. It's awesome. <laughs> he needs it. I mean, the simple fact like it starts off like on a very somber note with this girl who already has like high anxiety. You know, yeah. she takes Adaman. You know, she's in a relationship with, um, I, I know I'm going to, I don't have my notes with me, so I may need your help with some of the characters' names and stuff. I know yeah. her name was Danny, and yeah. I believe the boyfriend's name was Christian. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he, like, he's, they're already in a weird, distant relationship where it's like, okay, she, he really just doesn't want to be with her. Yeah. But he's, it's like he's there out of out of the sake of convenience, uh, sounds awfully familiar. Mm. <laughs> but he's still there, you know. And then just kind of out of the blue, her sister. She comes home and her sister kills herself by taping a hose from one end of one end of a hose exhaust pipe of a car yep. starts the car and puts it in her mouth and duct tapes it in her duct tapes the other end to her mouth yep. suffocating her suffocating herself At, in the act she kills her parents as well while she was sleeping yep. while they were sleeping excuse me so she comes home to that so she's alright I mean just go ahead and just put her over it. Stick a fork in her. She's done. She's already over the edge. Yep. But, you know, Christian does a noble thing and just stays, you know, stays with her, supports her. And then all of a sudden, your friend from Sweden, I believe, yep. tells their group of friends about a uh, retreat that's going on in Scandinavia. They go over there First thing he do is, first of all, Will Poulter was actually pretty funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was a 
And I'm like, this fucking dude. And the only thing, he's already funny looking at this because I always remember him from We Are The Millers. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they do, they take shrooms. Yes. And the, he did have me laughing. He was like, okay, can everybody just lay down? Can we just lay down here? Mm-hmm. Like, please, everybody, just lay down. Like, I need everybody to just lay down. It made me think of the uh, Star Wars episode where, uh, when um, Cleveland, a.k.a. CP3O, and uh, not CP3O, R2-D2, and mm. Quagmire, CP3O, like, smoke weed. Mm. And he's like, I just need you to tell me that everything's going to be okay. Mm. Right, but j- just tell me everything's going to be okay. Mm. He says, and he's like, Okay. <laughs> But yeah, this place, this retreat that they turned, that they go to, turns out to be a scam. Turns out to be a pagan cult. Yes. So right then and there, first of all, ain't no black members of this cult. So cult. So I already know shit's gonna go downhill. Oh yeah. And the food looked nasty. Eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> How about the drinks, Carl? Uh, <laughs> the simple fact that you asked me that. Like, things that got people hallucinated, like in the uh, freaking absent from the movie Euro Trip. Yeah. Mm. And it just seemed like weird ritual like one weird weird ritual after another after another after another mm-hmm. I mean the two elders sing start singing these songs mm-hmm. yes then they go up to a mountain mm-hmm. first of all it was a guy it was a man and a woman mm-hmm. they reached age 72 yep very important Does dance on top of a little mop, like like a little um ledge. Yep. Jumps off, just jumps off. I'm talking Wiley Coyote style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They showed it, Vic. Yes, they did. They showed the full impact. The full impact, like you can literally see the woman's face explode. And I'm just like, my thing was, is like, all right, I knew she was going to jump. I was just surprised that they actually showed the impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it was the old guy's turn. He jumps but breaks his legs. Yeah. Woof. Gruesome. Completely, like, just basically, like, just breaks him in two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like a football injury. Like a very bad football injury. I haven't seen an injury that bad since Sid since Vicious jumped off the middle rope and broke his leg. Oh, yeah. That was nasty. Yeah. And he survived that. He did. So these other members of the cult just showed up. Mm-hmm. 
and whacked his face with the mallet, and next thing you know, they showed and they showed it. Yep, straight Gallagher. So, so, big, so big ups to their, you know, effects guy. Hmm. Oh yeah. He's like 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 Gallagher and watermelons. That's exactly what it was. Yep. So another couple that was in there, they was just done. Mm-hmm. They were ready to go. Yes, they were. As any a black person, and b anybody else with some common damn sense. Yeah. True. So they're panicking. They convince them to stay because one of the members of the one of the members of the core group was doing a. Uh, like a like a thesis on it. Yep. Then another member just said, "Hey, I'll do a thesis too." I'm like, yeah, "I need to get the fuck out of there." <laughs> so, skipping ahead, one of the weird, rich, weird one of the rituals that they had was a dance. Mm-hmm. It was like a May a May dance. Yep, for the May Queen. And Danny wins, which happens to be a background, mm-hmm. and she becomes the May Queen. Yes. Yes. That was my face during this whole entire movie. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> wow. And just more just weird rituals, and then I'm gonna jump ahead. Yes. Because I don't, I don't want to give a, I don't want to give away. Today. Hmm. Um. The sex ritual. Yes. Talk about the sex ritual, Carl. Describe it. <laughs> I mean, so Christian walks into like walks into I, I guess it's a hut. Yeah, it's like a or, or like a barn, something like Yeah, it's a barn. Yeah, we'll we'll call it a barn. Yeah. And it was this young girl there mm-hmm. and he's ready she's ready to receive his seed. She's laying there naked. Mm-hmm. And all these older women just sitting around there holding hands, kumbaya. Yep. And they're all naked. Yes. And he was forced to have sex with this girl. Yeah. He was drugged. He was. A lot mm-hmm. of that. A lot of that, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I came in on the wrong <laughs> So they they forced this dude to have sex. Like he well, he kind of enjoyed it because he went on in there and just did what he you know did what he did. But then what got me odd was just like one of the ladies just like went behind him and was just pushing him and thrusting him. So no way! Is like, is that kind of rape? Yes? No? Man. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was. He was yeah. not. He was not under his own power. Yeah. You know? Right. So then Danny just happens to be strolling along. She looks through the keyhole, and she sees it. Mm-hmm. So she starts having a panic attack, an anxiety attack. Yep. So the followers are going there, and they're mimicking her screams and cries. Yes. Mm-hmm. They feel her pain. 
they share it. If that's what it was called. <laughs> and then next thing you know, so he comes to his senses after he, after you know, he skeets in her. Skeet, 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 skeet. Way, just, yeah, and then she's like, I feel him, I feel him, I feel him. I'm like, just came in you, so it's like, that's what you feel. Don't feel to see just yet, you know. That takes a little bit of time. <laughs> it's biology, Carl. It's okay. <laughs> so he escapes. He runs into another barn. Yep. And sees that one of the sees a man who one of the couple is like skinned alive, just hanging. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's mortified by that. He turns around and the dude just blows some dust in his eye, in his face. Yep. And he's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So they take him to the forbidden barn. Yep. Where they skin this freaking, where they skin in this bear, this, this bear, mm-hmm. sticks him in the bear, mm-hmm. throw him in the forbidden barn. Yep. They set the barn on fire. Yep. She. Danny's crying, but then all of a sudden she's just happy, mm-hmm. and that's the end. Yes, yes. Uh, so, Carl, um, what did you think of Midsummer? What I thought about Midsummer was the simple fact that. You love it and you highly recommend it and how you have a smile from ear to ear. I mean, you do this happy until you told Arison Maurice about a late, a land, a key moment in your life. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I just have thinking about that the other day, and I'm like, that moment was great. <laughs> but, it, it just further just, it just further gives it away. It just further points out that you have people in your basement. Okay, first of all, they're well taken care of, but Carl, did you like the film? I was too weirded out by it. Like, I will never watch this again. I will never recommend this. <laughs> well, I, 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 I will say, Carl, um, um, if you do watch Hereditary, it is Not a bit... Happy. It is, it is, Not is happy. It is tamer. It is tamer than, than Midsummer. I don't trust you. A little bit. I don't trust you. No, I don't trust you. <laughs> if they can vote the names, if the names Victor Amoyo and Ari Oster are in the same sentence, I'm mm. not doing it. Well, well, well Carl, um, I think... I, I, I think that... I'm, I'm sure that Natasha would, uh, would would enjoy the film. She don't, she don't trust you. She don't trust you either. Well, I mean... Gr- was, I mean, granted... already dealt with strange things about the Johnson. She was dumped by that. <laughs> well, granted, I mean, I mean, not all flicks can be about dancing, but... I will say, <laughs> um, well, well, Carl, uh, I'm, well, first of all, I'll, thank you. For, well, I'm glad that you upheld your end of the bet and you chose Midsummer. Oh, 
I always uphold my end of the bets. True. And like I said, I did give you options. And I will say that I was hoping that you would choose Midsummer, and I'm glad you did. Even better, Carl, um, if you go on uh, A24's uh, website, because A24 is the uh, studio that uh, distributed this film, only on A24 can you purchase the 30-minute long, longer director's cut of Midsummer. Yes. Yes, Midsummer director's cut. 30, 30 minutes longer, right? Okay. Oh, just a be- beautifully uh, put together uh, Blu-ray uh, set. Uh, look, look at the picture of the bear on fire. Oh, oh wonderful. So good. Um, That's cruelty to animals, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, you know. But cults are going to cult. Um, it's a picture of the disc, you know, with the, uh, the May Queen. Danny is the May Queen up in here. Yep. And I cannot show any pages of the book because they are sexually explicit in nature. But, man, uh, the, 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 first of all, first of all, when I, when I, I actually saw Midsummer twice in the theater. I um, believe it. But go ahead. Um, and then I was like, man. And then, and then after the second time I saw it, I'm like, I heard that there was a director's cut of this film. But at the time, it was exclusive to Apple TV. So I'm like, damn, I can't, I can't, I can't watch it then. Until last year, where I saw on A24's website that, hey, they actually had a new stock of their director's cut. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this director's cut. And man, 30, th- the, the 30 minutes, Carl, I mean, the 30 minutes is like the extra seasoning on the chicken. I'll tell you that. What <laughs> you season it with, cleanser? Well... I will I will say well in the case of Midsummer it's the extra um, extra tints of red in in the cocktail if you know what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> the thing that you're laughing like that. You got, you got problems, man. Listen, <sighs> seek therapy, man. Listen, look. Seek therapy. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Therapy is awesome. I'm sure it is. And 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 by the way, I can't see the comments on my end, but um, but I but I but but I I'll have to read the comments after the fact. Um, uh, maybe maybe you can share some of the comments with us, Carl. Uh, oh, I'm actually I actually am right now. Yes. Uh, Shanae said that she came in on the wrong note. Yes, you did. I say the right note. Right note. Uh, John Hapanik. President Supervalley, very good friend of the show. Yep. Ask me, are you a third person after watching this car? <laughs> the answer is no. I have some rather disturbing memories, and they're just there now. Eventually, they'll probably get blocked out until you just happen to bring it up, and I'm sure you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean... I, it's it's it, like I like I said you know the, you know Midsummer it's it it is a it is a, it is a challenging film, um and and like John said last week it is one of those Victor movies on steroids. It's a big play. Yeah, but hey, you know what? Like like I'm sure like like there were other there were other um less extreme movies on the list, but still had their moments. Like for example, Neon Demon, Neon Demon. I think you would have enjoyed, especially the ending. Ooh, the ending. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Ugh. 
Ugh, man. Just imagine you watch the ending of the Neon Demon alone, and, and, and oh, and also the scene, the scene in the morgue. Oh man, that that was good. Um, what else? Eraserhead. Well, David Lynch. I mean, the name alone would just is just a deterrent. Right, that, I would. I think that would just be weird. Probably yeah. not like entirely graphic. It would just be weird. It's just be one of those like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll just give it the old Jerry Jerry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, the Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. That's the that's probably the least extreme film on, on the list. It's on Peacock. But, man, the ending. Ugh. Uh, two, two thumbs up. I did think about looking up another movie that you recommended a long time ago. And it was based because, just because of the way that previous movie that you just named. Yeah. The way it sounded. Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Oh, yeah. I reviewed that, uh, like, uh, yes. yeah, in the years ago, in our first year of the podcast. That movie, that movie was all right. You know, it was, it was just a quirky indie. It, 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 it didn't put any toot in my horn. Shanae said it right. You are mentally disturbed, Victor. Oh, please, mentally disturbed. Well, I mean, oh, oh, so so people who like horror movies are mentally disturbed? Come on, get real. That That's means... not a horror movie. That's just a... And might, might I remind you... Yeah. Uh, what's I was up? eating during that movie. You were eating during Midsummer. I ate, yes. I tried the I tried KFC. I'm on this quest of trying everybody's uh, chicken sandwich. Uh-huh. I or I I ordered Popeye not Popeye's um, KFC's version of their chicken sandwich, and I was eating that while watching that movie. Okay, I don't know what's worse—the fact that you were watching Midsummer Midsummer while eating, or the fact that you were watching Midsummer while eating KFC. I mean, I'll say KFC is more disgusting than anything in Midsummer. That's my argument. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. I mean, the double down sandwich, ew, gross. So you mean to tell me that KFC is more more disgusting Mm -hmm. than watching a bear being skinned alive? I'd say so. I mean, KFC. And does... some eighty-year-old cooters just standing, just so the eighty-year-old cooters just like standing there, like screaming. Yeah. At you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the yeah, the KFC. KFC is not even real chicken. That's like some genetically modified, um, God knows what. It it, it it it's. Listen, we live in America. Damn near everything we eat is genetically modified. <sighs> Listen, man. I, I try to avoid that shit as much as I as I as I possibly can. Our food, su- our American food supply is a fucking joke. It really is. But you know, that's neither. But back to the subject at hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's that's a that's a movie that's gonna take me a long time to forget. As well, it should. There's going to be a lot of conversation. I'm like, yo, Vic had me watch, I lost the bet. Vic had me watch this movie, and it's and then I have to describe it all over again. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time, people are going to look at me like, yo, A, they're going to ask me two questions. Yeah. A, 
what the fuck is wrong with your boy? <laughs> uh, I love and it. And B, they're just going to be like, nah, I'm cool. Hey, I, Dude, I, 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 I took one for the team for a lot of people. Hey, you know what? I, I, I will say this uh, before we move on. Uh, for those of us, uh, us for those of y'all in, in, in our circle, um, and for those watching beyond that, if you happen to have Apple TV, you might watch the Midsummer Director's Cut. It might still be still be available there. So if you want to watch 30 more minutes of this, of this wonderful film, go yep. by all means. Until he gets, until he gets the proper help that mm-hmm. he needs. In other words, this motherfucker needs to be committed. Oh, don't say that. I'm saying it. He's a. He's I'm a... saying it. You can write it down. You can remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't. Uh. Well, I, I will say this. Would you watch an Ari Aster film if he directed a Marvel project? You son of a bitch. <laughs> if he directed him, a, if he directed I would him, have to. yeah, I would have to. Written, okay. Yeah, written and directed by Ari Aster. Yes, some moral would project. You watch, would you watch an Ari Aster Tyler Perry collaboration? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Yo. I went to the extreme, but listen, in today's standards, anything can happen, and damn it, it could. Those are like. Would the... you watch an Ari Aster film starring Tyler Perry? Yes, I would. I... And he's the and he's the protagonist. Yes, I would. I, you know what? I and would. He's the hero. He's the hero. I would. I would. Yes to all of that. You know why? Because, because two things. One, Tyler Perry. It turns out he is a good actor when he's acting at acting with someone else's project that he didn't write or direct. Case in point, Gone Girl. He was actually pretty good in Gone Girl, David Fincher. That was more of a testament to David Fincher's direction. So under Ari Aster's direction, Tyler Perry will actually give us something good. Ben Affleck was in that, right? Um, in, what was that? Gone Girl. Yes, yes he was. Okay. Yep. And number two, um, just as if, if, if Ari Aster puts Tyler Perry's character through, through the ringer, oh, then you know what? You know what? For me, that's Christmas. I'll pay to see that. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I'd be like, yep, that's what you get, Tyler Perry. Drink that juice. <laughs> why, why you got to do that? <laughs> There's a lot of juice being drunk. Oh, yeah. Um, some of them um, have some certain ingredients you got to pick out with your teeth. You know? Yeah. It's all in the yeah. game. It's all in the game, though. How you play it. Yeah. Get it how you live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <fucking> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> in Victor's eyes, long live the May Queen. Yes. Me? I'm good. I, I, I you know, and what's crazy too? Mm-hmm. I went to bed right after. See, okay, all right. See, I'm glad you brought that up because I I, I noticed a time where that you posted uh, on Facebook. It was like ten after ten at night on Saturday. And I'm like, no, it was earlier than that. 
Oh, okay. It was it was uh, I want to say I started around eight, actually no I didn't go straight to bed after that I think I watched a couple of episodes of Comic Book Man hmm. like a palate cleanser I didn't think about it like that I just hmm. kind of like I noticed it wasn't that late and I was like oh let me just throw on some Comic Book Man okay yeah. so yeah I was like I was I mean I was weirded out hmm. yeah not nah. I mean, didn't have any nightmares or anything. Um, I was just completely, that was cool. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I was watching it. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm pretty sure I'm going to need these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, but there it is. Yes. I held up my end of the bet. Mm-hmm. Yep. I commend I commend you, sir, for for watching uh, for watching that film, uh, Midsummer People. It's available on Blu-ray, DVD, and streaming. Um, if you have the if you want to watch the director's cut, you can order the Blu-ray off a24shop.com, or you can watch it on Apple TV. And uh, yeah, all you have to do is watch Hereditary, and you got the trilogy complete. Yep. Hereditary, it, it's tamer. Done. <laughs> I mean, well, especially well, except that one scene where the little girl gets her head removed by the telephone pole. But you know, but it, it, it's all set, it's all set up. But but yeah, uh, there it is, Carl. Um, um, I, I wish I, I I wish I was able to read the comments on my end. I will read it after um, our episode is done. Um, uh... John says, Victor, the next movie bet should be Tree of Life. You know, Tree of Life is a wonderful movie. It's not disturbing. I'll tell you that. It's by I don't trust you. No, 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 no. No, seriously. You, you can look it up. Like, Tree of Life by Terrence Malick. It's not disturbing. It's nothing like Midsummer. It's actually a more spiritual film. And um, it's it's about this, about this, like, this family in, like, 1950s Texas. And it kind of, like you know, juxtaposes their, their ordinary life with, like, the cosmos and the universe and, like, the nature of existence, nature versus grace. Like, and it's a beautiful film. Like, I think I think that if you watch it, like, I definitely would like to get your opinion on, on that film, Tree of Life by Terrence Malick. It's it's a genuinely good film. It's it's beautiful. Um, it's a work of art. Um, nothing God like- says, please... Yeah, it, like I said, it's n- like you can, you can look up the trailer on YouTube. It's nothing like Midsommar. It's not it's not horror. It's not it's not a thriller. It's not disturbing. It's a genuinely good-hearted film. Okay, um, I when it comes to your movies, when it comes to Victor ass movies, you cannot be trusted. Listen, Carl. Here's the thing about my re- movie recommendations, and and here's the thing, and 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 you know what? Some people might feel a little salty about it, but they can take it how they want it. I've I've literally seen thousands and thousands yeah. of films. I've seen all kinds of films, like from and all kinds of genres, all decades. I my 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 tastes are are eclectic. They are wide ranging. I can give you some of the most disturbing quote unquote Victor ass movies of all time, or I can give you something genuinely that's you know that's that's genuinely you know wonderful and something that's not gonna give you nightmares or traumatize you. I can give those recommendations, you know. And also too, 
at, at points, I also enjoy fam squad movies. You know, you know, movies like Fast and the Furious or Hardcore Henry or like or like um, the Raid movies. You know, mo- movie movies movies made like made, movies made for people that don't go to the library. Movies made for people me, movies made for people that you know don't like to read books with too many words in them. You know, fam squad movies. Fam, you know, movies that are like you know, I like movies with explosions that go boom and cars that go vroom and women with big bazoom. And I like superheroes with capes that fly because I don't like thinking. Thinking bad. Thinking makes sad. Action good. Punching, kicking, awesome. Talking, too much talking. Make me go sleep. Make me bored. You know, those type of fam squad movies. I like those too. I can recommend those too. They are, honestly, I'm actually, since you want to talk junk and they can't defend themselves, they're not here to defend themselves. Yeah, they're all right. You know, it's not like I'm ever going to see them again, but go on. First of all, Firm was like, Firm and Chris was like, we watched that together. As well, this should. It's they, good... com- they they commented on that. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to the guys much since mm. like we get on our chat, we'll post memes and stuff. I haven't really like talked to him since. Actually, no, I talked to I talked to TJ. I actually talked to TJ that night. Okay, Tyrone Johnson. The <laughs> he second. actually called. He actually called me. He's like, yo, would you you know, see what I was doing? And his brother was and his brother came by to see his mom. So and I'm close to TJ's family. Yeah. You know, shout out to the whole Johnson family. And of course he was gonna see if I was gonna come by, and I was like, Nah, I gotta, I gotta watch this victim movie and stuff. Yeah. And he was like, and I told him like, honestly, I was probably like, I think the old, I think the elders just died, and I was just like, No, don't do it, hmm. don't do it. Especially like he has like two kids, two very young kids around. They'll be traumatized by that. Oh, yeah, no, no young kid should be watching yes. Midsummer. Well, no. no young kid should be watching Midsummer. No, that's oh, not at all. No, not at all. Like, first of all, if a if a parent if a parent you know lets their kid watch Midsummer or doesn't watch them closely, that they end up watching it. That's on them. That's on the parents. I'm sorry. Well, you're correct. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, huh? <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Uh... That was part of my weekend. Um, nothing major on like my end. I did pick up this. Um, Reagan hooked me up with the uh, Will Spitachio print. Ooh, Wolverine, the X Men. I see that. Yeah, so I thought it was real cool, and you know, so uh, we put an offer on another house, and it has a better chance of having me a nice little man cave and possibly a little. You know, studio, so. Okay. You know, there's more rooms I can put some stuff in. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, so um, on something to wrestle, they actually had a very interesting concept this week because uh, Bruce obviously couldn't make it. So what Conrad does is um, he call, he started calling them remixes, and where Bruce can't make it, He'll play an old episode, but now since Conrad has a new podcast mm-hmm. with Jeff Jarrett, oh okay, what he did this week was he played the old episode, but it was more like, but then he had Jeff Jarrett listen along, obviously to promote the new show, and he listened along. So they would make little pauses, mm. and Jeff would comment on what Bruce 
was saying, what Bruce would say. And I honestly thought that that was a really cool concept Mm -hmm. that he should do. I actually tweeted that to Conrad. He retweeted it, and my phone blew up for a little while. So I thought that I actually thought that was pretty cool. Like I did not know that Jeff Jarrett's grandmother was a wrestling promoter. Really? Yes, Christine Christine Jarrett. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Like she literally took a second job, like selling popcorn and stuff, and selling tickets at the wrestling shows, mm-hmm. and just ended up working away working away as a promoter. Nice. So Jeff Jarrett is a third generation promoter. Um, they, you know, they talked about the, the times where he where he walked out, and then he explained his he explained his case. Um, totally forgot about his first wife that ended up passing away to cancer, and for the longest time, uh, Bruce and Jerry and Jerry didn't get along until it happened. He said, "Listen, honestly, you know, I fell for the guy, and we hashed out everything." Because he needed everybody, he needed everybody at that point. And of course, he ended up losing that battle. And then Bruce's wife ended up um, catching cancer herself. But you know, she, you know, she's still, you know, here with us. She survived it. So big ups to her and all that. But honestly, I, I thought it was a very interesting concept that I would like to hear comment more of. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then as of for the rest of the weekend, I did absolutely jack shit. Hey, hey, sometimes, sometimes that's all you need to do in a weekend, man. Sometimes you just need to like, I just prefer to, I just prefer to have something because I usually go to work like Sunday nights Mm -hmm. and then I start my, you know, my dreadful two days. Yeah. But um Yeah, Saturdays I have to make something of it. I oh I oh Fridays and Saturdays I have to make something of it. I, I just I just have to. Yeah. You know, else I feel like I have that feeling like I wasted a weekend. Unless mm-hmm. I plan for it, unless I say, Okay, I actually don't wanna do anything mm-hmm. then I'm not gonna do anything. But if I don't have anything to do, then I'm just like, Oh shit, my <laughs> life sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. That. So, yeah, what the hell have you been up to? Uh, you know, not much. Um, you know, there's still there's still some movies that I wanna that I want some new movies that that have come out recently that I wanna watch, but I haven't gotten around to. Um, I watched a couple couple films from the, my uh, new Wong Kar Wai uh, Criterion box set. Um, yeah, you are. Yep. Yep, I watched the first two films, um, As Tears Go By, which was his 1988 debut, and Days of Being Wild. Two two really cool films, uh, early examples of uh, Wong Kar Wai's uh, filmography, which are like you know visually gorgeous, you know, and um, a bit a bit a bit of crime, bit of like crime drama elements in there with with like with like a romance story. It was it was pretty cool, pretty cool art house flicks. Um, watch those. Um, I watched. Any worth that box? I'm sorry. What's up? How many uh, movies were in that box set? Uh, seven. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So seven films from his uh, catalog. Um, I also watched watched a few more episodes of Clone Wars on Disney Plus. Um, so I'm still working my way through uh, uh, through that um, through that show. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 still still really liking it. I'm liking how um, you know the Anakin's being being developed in the show. 
as well as um, uh, Ahsoka Tano. I'm looking forward to seeing where she ends up at the end of Clone Wars, because uh, after that, I'll also watch Rebels, um, which takes place in between the prequel and... Well, it takes place like in the in the in between between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. That that show I'm looking forward to a lot once I get through Clone Wars. Roughly around the time, roughly around the time of um, of uh, Rogue One. Um, yeah, just before Rogue One, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like in that twenty year gap, you know, between Revenge of the Sith and uh, A New Hope. Yeah. So so yeah, uh, still working through Clone Wars. Um, <clears throat> you know, still uh. Let me see. Still, um, you know, still on a PS PS4. You know, playing a few games here and there right now. You know, still work, working through uh, playing again Dark Souls 3. I'm on my sorcerer run, so I'm actually building a magic based character, um, which has actually been pretty cool. Um, you know, Dark Souls 3. It's um, you know playing playing it again. I think I think I kind of enjoy the first Dark Souls a bit more, uh, only because like partially because like um, it, the the level design is just so tight and intricate. And, like, in the first game, like, uh, sorcerers are... You can be OP, like, early in the game, and that can make the game a bit easier. Um, whereas in Dark Souls 3, like, you have to do a little bit of work uh, in order to get your sorcerer up to speed. Uh, but it's still cool. Um, you know, speaking of the PS4, I was actually... Uh, uh, I actually found this uh, recent story that involves... That, that, that mentions that the PS4 actually has a fatal flaw... Uh, that's actually built in its in in its uh, system, um, and, and and you might you might have come across it, but um, but for those who aren't familiar, um, the PS4 they have an issue with their CMOS internal battery. That's like their internal clock, um, and so essentially what that what the PS4 uh, what what the what the issue with the fatal flaw with the PS4 is that you know eventually years down the road Sony's eventually going to you know stop support with the PS4 and they 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 may eventually sh you know shut down the PS4 servers. Uh, when when that happens, and if if the if your CMOS battery inside your PS4 dies, then that means that um, you can't play you can't uh, access or play any of your digital games that you've downloaded, and the, the your your console won't be able to read any any discs, so it won't be able to read any physical games or even any Blu-rays, DVDs, nothing. It's just a total total brick. Um, and I think and and the reason why that 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 flaw is is inherent with the CMOS battery is because um, the uh, internal clock it's it's designed to um, it, it's it's tied into like the trophy system of the PS4, and 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 that's and that's um and that's designed so that um, users can't go in and change the system's date and time to make it look like they've earned trophies earlier than they actually did, so that's kind of like a safeguard, but that safe but that same safeguard can potentially make like millions of PS4 consoles unusable, especially if Sony decides to shut down server support for the console. And it turns out that the PS5 has that same flaw built in as well. Only difference is you can you can actually read it can still read some of the discs, uh, physical discs. So, um, so that's actually so it's a bit of a concern. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, Sony will develop a patch to kind of address that issue because like you know I, I'd hate to. I hate to like have a have us PS4 owners end up owning a brick that won't be that won't be able to read or play any games years on the road. Um, whereas, as you know, like with retro consoles, even with the PS1 and PS2, you can still plug and play it as long as you have the equipment. So, so yeah, that was one, that was a that was an item that caught my eye. So I was like, Ugh, well, hopefully Sony will get on the ball with that. Um, 
also, but, but but there is some good news on Sony's end. Um, they actually decided to they reversed their decision, um, and they took to close the PS3 and the PS Vita stores. So Sony decided to keep those those storefronts open. So now so so now users can still you know play or download and buy PS3 games or PS Vita games. Because um, there was like an uproar uh, amongst users because Sony de- Sony initially decided to close down the PS3 and the PS Vita storefronts. They they closed they've already closed the PSP store, um, but for the sake of like game preservation, you know, and you know retro games, they decided okay we'll just keep those storefronts open, you know, make everyone happy. So. You know anybody who even bought a PSP? A uh, PSP um, no did he? no I was gonna say Aris but Aris bought a PS Vita that I know. I don't think he bought a PSP. Um, but yeah, um, but PS Vita, from what I've seen, it's actually a pretty cool looking system. And but it didn't get enough support. You know, like it just, I think I think like it came at the, I think it came at a time where like handheld systems, which weren't the DS, they just they just weren't competing with the DS. Nintendo had the handheld uh, market on lock, and yeah, they and, still do. Yeah, especially with the Switch. And speaking of the Switch, like hopefully. This rumored Switch Pro, I might look into getting that. And listen, I bought a Switch for the girls, and that's all. Zap, the oldest, loves her some Animal Crossing. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. <laughs> it, it took her a little bit, but she got hooked onto it. Her cousins play it, so they're, you know, they're there. And the baby. She won't touch none of the games. She she, she she's a she's five. Yeah. You usually watches other kids play video, play toy places. Oh, hey. she watches she watches all kinds of stuff, but she is on it. And she's just. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Like if like if the Switch Pro comes out, like if um if we do get if it is con- officially confirmed, hopefully. Hopefully it does have that 4K support and all that. It can be, um, so it can have that graphical power so I can play Breath of the Wild. I mean, I can play it now, but you know, if, if there's an upgrade down the line, then I would like to actually sit down and play that Zelda game. Uh, yeah. Because I've heard, I've heard like nothing but universal praise for it since it came out. Yeah, that was an amazing looking game. Yeah. Um, it's like four years old now. Yeah, it's just some Animal Crossing. Too. It's, like very, it's a very soothing game. Yeah, I've heard a lot of a lot of praise about the game. Like, I actually know a couple people who, well, especially my coworker included, who have that game, and they they love it. Shout outs to Dina. She's on that game mm. all the time. Oh wow. If she ain't making, if she if she ain't crafting and stuff, she's playing some animal. She's playing Animal Crossing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you can check. You know, I got my Black Power. Codex Prime shirt mm-hmm. that you can get exclusively at Crappy Candle Cuts. Yes. Free shipping in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in there. I had to throw it in there. <laughs> There's no free shipping in the USA, but it was very good. It was very good. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I, I swear I think that promo code still works. The studio. If it does, cool. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I I think I, I still have my headphones somewhere. I haven't used them in a long time though. Um, I use mine all the time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Besides, so but yeah, besides that, PS3 news. Um, you know, I watched the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
Man, definitely. Woo! Yeah, definitely my, my favorite episode uh, by far of the series. Um, if you ain't bitter, then you're blind. Mm. Yep. Man, that, I was like, woo! Yeah. That line, that line, that was the line that got me. Yeah. Yeah, cause like um that that I I was so and, and plus like I love the title of the sh- of the of the episode it was simply truth, and and we got more and we have an we had another scene with um Isaiah Bradley, um so like um in that in that episode uh powerful scene yeah very powerful scene um I'm actually pulling up episode five like the recap um Sam, uh, Sam Wilson uh. Uh, meets up with uh, Isaiah Bradley to to learn more about his story, and, you know, and why he's so embittered. And man, uh, Isaiah Bradley, man, I, I felt for him, like, like the fact that the fact that like he 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 tried saving like uh, two of his uh, comrades when when the government was like, oh, they're in a POW camp, let's just blow them to hell let's, to erase the evidence. And he said that, you know, my people aren't evidence. And he went and he, and he saved them, but it didn't do much good because at the end he was thrown into prison for thirty years. And when he descri- when he said that his the government told his wife that he died, and and yeah. and they never saw each other again. Oh, that man, that that hit me too. I was like, wow. And, and yeah, and then and then. Know, uh, oh, go ahead. You know, uh, big ups to Marvel and Disney. Because they went there. Mm. They, you know, people would think, oh, you know, it's Marvel. It's Disney. They're just going to stay on the safe side of things. This episode? No. They did not. No. They went there. Mm-hmm. And they went there just... For, like, they went there and you... A, were entertained. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you, it's just like, and they have, it's like they had to, and I'm glad they did. They yeah. didn't have to. They really did. They could have just went the same route. Yeah, they could have. Dude, it would have been successful because the show's already going at a great pace. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, I was happy as shit. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. And and one and one and one line that um, Isaiah Bradley said that hit me was where he said, um, you know, um, they will never let a black man they would never let a black man be Captain America, and even if they did, no self-respecting black man would want to be. And and then he had the camera linger on Sam's reaction. It was like, it's like he's got uh, a lot he, of thinking to do, and then he yeah. just came to a sense. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna like. I'm gonna do something about this. Like I'm gonna facilitate change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep, and and also too like um uh, Bucky and 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 this was a concern that I brought up a, a couple weeks ago. I think on last week's show actually, where where Bucky actually apologized to Sam for saying that hey, you know, when Steve and I were talking about giving the shield to you, we didn't think that what that would mean for you being a black man to carry that mantle, and and, and yeah, and and I apologize for that. Yeah, it was it was an understanding that he got. Yeah, which was so funny. It like it's so funny that okay, you know I'm a huge fan of This Is Us. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So, and you know the premise with, you know, the two, you know, the, the three siblings where two, well, they're originally triplets, one died, so then they decided a black, they, uh, they adopted a black one. Yep. So, and which which is uh, the great Sterling K. Brown's character. Mm. And the brothers had an art, you know, they got into it. And Sterling K. Brown's character is named Randall. Randall, like, he grew up being the odd one. Yeah. You know, so he had to hold in, like, a lot of stuff. You know, not knowing who his birth parents were, wondering who his birth parents were and stuff. You know, feeling the eyeball because he's the black one. You know, everybody took exception because, all right, he's black. We got to, you know, try to make him feel comfortable and stuff. You know, Ed, they showed up, they showed up, um, they showed us, they showed scenes when, um, Kevin and Randall were, you know, show, he's like during college and stuff and, they played, you know, they were in the cab. They played Biggie's Hypnotize, and Kevin's like, yeah, you know this, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And he's like, all right, come on, man. We're like, chill out with this stuff, you know. They were already drunk anyways and stuff. Mm-hmm. And all that. And then they had a falling out last season, and their their relationship was really iffy. And then Kevin just got engaged, and he's like, yeah, I want you to be. He just had to. And so they were getting better, and he's like, I want you to be my best man. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah. So Randall goes, of course, you know, I would love to be a best man. But I was like, you know what? But we still have like some unresolved issues. Yeah. So he flew over to Philly and talked to him and tried to talk to him, try to apologize. And he's like, that whole episode was basically about, yo, you really just didn't get it. And he had to school him about it. And then by the end of the episode, which I thought they, I thought they could have like done more, but of course, you know, time constraints movie, you know, moving along and stuff. Mm-hmm. Eventually, just like Bucky, Kevin was like, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then they made, you know, they made up and everything and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, beautiful. It was, I just, so funny that both of those episodes happened this week. Oh, wow. Man. Right, that happened last Tuesday. Now, this is as it happened Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Falcon Winter Soldier was Friday, yep. and they just they just both happened. I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, it's like we're starting to get um, you know, for 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 certain shows, like we're starting to get that recogn that recognition of of you know how issues hit you know black black folks differently, you know. And, exactly. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, they're, like TV shows are taking that chance to educate mm-hmm. and entertain, to edutain. Yes. Yep. You know, white viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, showing that you know it's like, like, do you get it now? You know. Yes. Yeah, and, and and also doing it in a way that's not preachy. It's just totally natural to the story. You know. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's what it did. So now it's just like, all right, and oh, I can't wait. Yeah, the the whole training montage of uh, Falcon with the, of, um, you know, Sam with the shield. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that was cool. And shout outs to the gorgeous Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yes, as I was not expecting that, and um, 
she yeah, big shots to who who her character is. The name's too long for me to remember right now. That's wait, go ahead. It's uh Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. Yeah, she's actually like she at one point, like in the comics, she played like both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. But her name was dubbed Madam Hydra. Yeah. And I read that she actually had a relationship with Nick Fury. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's just going to be a cameo. First of all, right person play, because Julia Louise Dreyfus is just awesome. Oh, yeah. She's a fantastic actress. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if she plays uh, another, if she has more significant role in it. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking that she could be the power broker, or, and and also too, like I read a, a, her character, uh, Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine, uh, Contessa. Um, her character was originally uh, gonna was slated to debut in Black Widow. That was gonna be her first appearance, but of course Black Widow got delayed. So this made the her appearance in this show, Falcon and Winter Soldier, her first appearance. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, how she fits into the overall MCU and if perhaps she could possibly be the next, well, this phase's next big bad, like after Thanos. Maybe? It's possible. Yeah, I, I love the fact that as of right now, like, their transition is awesome right now. Yeah. Because right now, that's where the MCU is. Phase like, the beginning of Phase 4 is simply just transition. Everybody coming back from uh, the snap. Mm-hmm. I, I like saying snap better. But um, yeah. everybody just coming back from the snap, getting their lives together and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. until we... And then, then we move on to the, to the next possible threat. But there are some, there are some threats out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really, really, really enjoying that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And also too, I'm ve- I'm also more intrigued to seeing um, you know, a Dollar Dollar General Captain America storyline, you know, where he's going to end up because when you saw the uh, cuz right now when you saw um, you know, Save a Lot Steve Rogers when he was other than honorably discharged, um, and uh, because you know of what he did by bludgeoning that flag smasher to death with the shield, and after Sam and Bucky rest, rested the shield, the control of the shield away from his from his grasp, um, basically uh, uh, John Walker he's basically thrown out on his ass. He has no military benefits. He's basically totally on his own. He's persona non grata. So now we see. Not only did we see uh, 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 the Contessa Contessa Valentina um, actually say actually approach him. And say, hey, you know what? You did the right thing by taking the serum. It's made you very valuable to certain powerful people, and, we're, and we have an, we have our eye on you. And so, yeah. and so that kind of leads that does lead us to the uh, mid credit scene, where we see um, where we see a, a dollar family dollar Captain America, you know, create his own version of the shield, you know, putting his putting his uh, war medals into it. So he's starting to become U.S. agent. And then when when I saw that, I'm like, I'm like two things. First of all, this is a really cool parallel to Tony Stark when he built his uh, first armor in the cave in the Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
And also, number two, you know that steel shield ain't going to be shit next to the vibranium. When 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 Sam Rogers flings his vibranium shield, it's gonna, that thing's going to... Uh, the U.S. agent, his shield's going to fall like a duck, 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 like a duck of cards. He's going to be like, well, shit, what am I going to do now? It's like, well... And, num- and number three. Yeah. Number three, remember, now that, ba- now that Baron Zemo is uh, locked up on the raft, mm-hmm. you know, by the door of Milaje... Yeah. Could open the door for Thunderbolts. Yeah, I, I read I heard I read about that. So from what I understand, and you might and you probably know about this more. From I know that the Thunderbolts are like basically a group of reformed supervillains led by Zemo. Yes. Okay. That's gonna yes, be. It's like Marvel, Marvel Suicide Squad. Okay. Uh, that's probably. Yeah, less pop locking. Well. Uh, unless, unless Marvel con- uh, edits like a one-hour cut of Zemo just like pop locking randomly, we, we can we can we can go good with that. <laughs> It'll still be better than Enchantress. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, it would. Enchantress. Boom boom. Oh man. You know. Yeah. You know that should be the real air cut of Suicide Squad. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Um, you know I'm learning how to use iMovie a lot now. Not technically. Too late. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get all those enchantress moments, and I'm just gonna loop them and just add Herbie Hancock's <laughs> rocket. <laughs> oh man! If if you, if you can find a way to Photoshop a broom in there somewhere, ah, uh, home run. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, oh, but I will say too, like, man, you know, there's one. If there's one thing I can't wait for, uh, for the final episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I want to see uh, Sam Wilson's new costume, the one that he got in that vi- that Wakandan case. Yes. <sighs> man. Also, there's another hint too. There's some, there's a slept on character. Walking hmm. Taurus. Oh yeah, um, I think he's gonna be the new Falcon probably. Yeah, yeah, he actually in the comics he does become the new Falcon. Ah, dope. Okay, so I'm guessing he fixes up the wings, perhaps improves yep. them. Yeah. Okay, what are you gonna do with the wings? Keep them. Hmm. Oh. He's got the connect. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I am down for that, and I'm down for that team up. And also too, oh one one other moment that I really liked. Um, you know what? Shout outs to you know the power of community to see to see Sam call in favors uh, in his you know Louisiana neighborhood and see that all those beautiful. all those people in the community you know remembering what what his family did for them they all came together to repair uh, his sister's boat and he got to see a little bit of flirtation a little bit of chemistry between uh, his sister Sarah and uh, Bucky I was like oh oh the memes are on fire <laughs> oh there are memes <laughs> oh yeah. There was one where they showed the scene. They took a picture of the scene where uh, Sarah's kids were playing with the shield and they wake up Bucky. Mm -hmm. He just looks at him and smiles and he goes, you know what I mean? I'm going to be a stepdaddy in three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, hey, hey, you know what? Hey, all I got to say is, you know, play on, play (laughs) it. He's 104 years old. Let him get his. For real, man. You know. Want some of that brown sugar? <laughs> oh my God, yo. <laughs> you know what? 
that that would have been too on the nose. Like if 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 like there was a scene where they just had that playing in the background, I'd be like, "Come on, Marvel, what are you doing?" <laughs> but you know what? You'll enjoy it. I would. You'll get a good laugh. I would have. I would have. Yeah. But but man, you know, I I will I will say, man, you know, Phase Four of of the MCU. I gotta say, like Disney Plus, Disney Plus is the best thing to ever, ever to have ever happened for for Marvel because, you know, um, you know, because earlier we said that I think Marvel said that or Kevin Feige said that you know they're gonna start going into a unique and weird direction. I know weird was the word that they used. So you know we're starting to see a bit of that first with WandaVision and a little bit of that with a Falcon and a Winter Soldier. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with Loki. Yeah, a lot of people. That's like the most like. Like everybody's looking forward to that one the most. Yeah, yeah, because Tom. Me Hiddleston. personally, I'm looking forward to what if. Yeah, what if that's a show that's that uh, really intrigues me. First of all, it's gonna be the the MCU's first animated show. Mm-hmm. First animated anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There hasn't been a, there hasn't been an animated uh, feature in the in the MCU. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah exactly. It's something different, and the what if series have always been fun. And a lot of the original actors have, are reprising their roles. Chadwick Boseman already finished his scenes. Oh man! Yeah. When he passed, he passed on. So yeah, it's got it's gonna be interesting. I am not even like looking. I like I know one of them, but I'm not looking into any of what they're gonna be. I want I I want to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, same here. Because what if is like. That that's like a, a fertile playground for like for like taking the Marvel characters and storylines into weird and wacky directions that yeah, that wouldn't good. fit in the main continuity. Right, and yeah. it's just all out of it's the spirit of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 like I said before, like I would like to see like uh maybe like a film uh division where where I can just like take that sort of like what if direction with Marvel characters like just like one shot films. You know, kind of like kind of what DC did with like the, with with the Joker, you know, something like right. that. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Like, you know, do like a like a another version of say like Captain America or like um, I don't know Hulk or something. You know, for example. Right. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or like. Yeah, like I do got that. I do got that one comic where what if the Gamma Bombs spawned thousands of Hulks? Mm. God, that comic is hideous. <laughs> oh yeah, with with the shitty artwork that you that that you showed on the podcast. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that that artwork was mega oof. That was like, this is like some first draft shit. <laughs> oh, I meant to say, yo, King and Black is now officially done. Ah, okay. Woof. Mm. You know what? Yeah. Put some respect. Like now, you have no choice but to put some respect on Venom's name. I am actually looking forward. To. Now it starts. It's it's the beginning of Donny Cates' final run with Venom. Hmm. Okay. Um, All right. Wait for you to read that trade. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, when King of Black comes out in trade paperback, I'll read that. Um, at some point, you know, speaking of speed of Donny Cates, at some point, I'll probably get around to reading the trade of Absolute Carnage. Um, not now that all the obscene hype by some people, we won't mention names, has died down. Yeah, you're talking to me. Yeah, you're talking about me. Talking about me. Very good. It was a very, very good, um, yeah. very good series. Yeah. Okay. I actually put it in my King and Black box because I mean it leads into that, and hmm. I mean I gotta fill that box up. 
I mean, you know, I mean, there's there's some good comics. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, if we can get uh, Ari Aster to write or draw some comics, you know, you can throw some in your box. You know, if he does anything, he would have to write for like Image or Dark Horse. I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, I would like to see like a like a like a, a, a his version of Doctor Strange. You know, that that be that be kind of cool. Or like, like what's what, who's a what's a horror themed. Uh, Marvel property. I know Hellstrom. Hellstrom. Damon Hellstrom. Okay, like that, or or Ghost Rider. You know. That um, was actually supposed to be a Ghost Rider uh, sh- show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be part of the because uh, you know they have the teen dramas there and the Marvel Netflix series. It was supposed to be an adventure into fear. Oh, okay. Theories, and you know we had help. We have Hellstrom. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Rider was supposed to be a part of that. Yeah. Okay. And then it just went. It went through a developmental hell, and then they just scrapped it. And unfortunately, they just scrapped it. Oh, that's too bad. I think it, it, was, it was supposed. It was supposed to be Robbie Reyes too. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think because Ghost Rider, I think Ghost Rider does have potential. You know, to like really shine it, in the MCU. It did because it was a good. It was a. It was a pretty good story in there. Um, in uh, Agents of Shield, when that's how they that's how they brought him in, so mm-hmm. it was a lot of potential with that, and yeah, it just it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, I think his name, I think the actor's name is Gabriel Luna. He was like, uh, he was playing Robbie Reyes. Oh. He was signed out. He was ready to go. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a starring role. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. Word. Okay. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. So much, a lot, a lot of good stuff coming down the pike from Marvel. You know, uh, between this and and also, um, let's not forget. I was gonna mention. I mentioned trailers early on. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, you know what? I am very interested to see Marvel's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's exactly what I was thinking too when I was watching it. I'm like, okay, this is this is Marvel's version of a of a wuxia, of a wuxia film. You know, like Crouching Tiger or like House of Flying Daggers. I'm like, right. okay, I see the elements there. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure the action choreography is going to be bananas uh, when we see the finished product, and the fact that we have uh, Tony Tony Long playing uh, uh, supposedly the Mandarin. Um, interesting. Real Mandarin. Yep. But uh, but interestingly, um, uh, the the fact that the fact that Marvel even got Tony Long for this project is cool because a Tony Long is one of the most interesting international actors around, and also, you know, he's done a lot of films with uh, Wong Kar Wai, one of my favorite directors. So oh, yeah, so to see him go from like from like art house international features to like a a full fledged Hollywood property like in the MCU, it's actually pretty cool. It's like yeah, you know what? Get get that MCU money, Tony Long. You're you're awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to that to that film um, when it drops in September I believe. Um, yes. Yep. Um, uh, hope I mean if 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 it comes out on Disney Plus I'll pay the thirty dollar convenience fee. <laughs> uh, um, I'll, I'll I'll definitely watch that. Um, uh, what else? And uh, there was also some breaking news. Oh, breaking news! You say what's up? Well, it happened. I posted it right before we went on the air, so if you go on the Prodex Facebook page, you'll end up seeing the article. <laughs> but Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark has been casted in a role in Secret Invasion. Really? 
Okay, Secret Invasion. Okay, Secret Invasion. Is, is that, um, that's with the Skrulls, right? Yes. Okay. And, like, it takes place in the suburbs or something like that? As of right now, space. Space, okay. Hmm. Yeah, the scrolls, the scrolls are in space right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with Nick Fury, yeah. Right. Okay. So, and another trailer actually dropped earlier this week. Hmm. Volume two of Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, okay. All right. That's something that we're gonna have to review down the road because we reviewed oh, the first absolutely. one. Oh, absolutely. I saw one like you know last. You see that Michael B. Jordan is in one of the one of the shorts. Oh, dope. That's nice. So uh, it was that was a fun that was a fun show to watch. That was that was um like with love death love death and robots like my favorite short in that was uh, Zima Prime. Um, yeah. Zima Blue. Uh, Zima Blue. I'm, I'm, I should say. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a good. You know what? I thought of that one the other day. I was when I was watching the trailer. I thought of that one. Yeah, yeah, that was a really well done short. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Love, Death, and Robots, season two. Okay, I'm looking, looking forward to that. Um, and John Aponic says, also hoping Iron Fist needs a, makes a cameo. <laughs> you oh, know, the talk has already started. Iron Fist versus Shang-Chi. There is a comic that I'm actually going to order. I found mm-hmm. it. I'm going to order it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Of Shang-Chi versus um, Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah. And they, somebody, there's a website, I came across it when I was looking for that comic, mm-hmm. and somebody already, like, entered in, you know, they already analyzed it and changed. They said that Shang-Chi wins, but in the comic, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it for you, because they spoiled it for me, yeah. it ends in a draw. Uh, uh, but that's, that's, something, that's something that Stan Lee always did. He was on an episode of Comic Book Man, so they asked him, like, Oh, who would win between someone? So I forgot who they asked. And he said, and he said, you always want your back. You mm-hmm. always, whenever you do this, you always want them to end in a draw, mm-hmm. or like somehow a mutual villain comes in and they just break it up somehow. Because you don't want your readers to lose interest in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's a fair point. Um. Let me see. I I will say with like with with Shang Chi, if there's a if there's a potential Shang Chi Iron Fist uh, Kung Fu Hipster Man collabo in the MCU, um, you know, hopefully Shang Chi will whoop that ass, and that and that we never see the likes of a uh, Kung Fu Hipster Man ever again. You know, um, let 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 him gentrify another uh, dimension in the multiverse. You know, Le- leave us alone, because uh, Iron Fist was trash. Completely, the the wor- the single worst property in in the entirety of the MCU. Yes, I mean you want you say what you will about say Thor: The Dark World or the Iron Man sequels, but yo, uh, you, but, but you sure you, you sure it's the worst? Yo, Iron Fist. Yes, Iron Fist is trash. You know, Iron Fist. Iron Fist was so bad. I I I. In humans. No, Inhumans was mar- marginally better than Iron Fist. Mar- I saw those two episodes I saw at IMAX, and that was <laughs> I mean, uh, I still want to, I still want to give it a chance. I still want to give it a chance, just actually finish it. Like, like with Inhumans, I only saw like the first episode, and I'm like, yeah, this is better than Iron Fist, but this is still whack too. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you be done. 
Yeah, like Cloak and Dagger was good, and I need to finish that one. Cloak yeah. and Dagger, I was actually enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I need to. I want to start all over and finish. I just always watched it when I'm yeah. about to go to bed, and you know how I am now. You know how that never how, how that works. <laughs> Yep, just go right to bed and you missed the episode. Listen, I can't, I cannot watch TV in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why you gotta, you know, you you you, you gotta watch them, um, you know, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, Tuesdays are the worst. Like Tuesday nights are the worst for me. Mm. You know, yeah. You Coming can... off them overnights, and that's when I finally touch a bed. That's when I finally touch a bed in two days. Mm. It's a wrap because Mondays when I sleep, I sleep down here. I'm away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta give the show its proper due. Um, oh, speaking of shows, is Runaways part of the MCU? Runaways. Runaways. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they actually do a crowd. They do since they converted uh, Cloak and Dagger into a teen show. They actually do end up uh, crossing over. Okay. Nice. Oh yeah, that sounds like that's cool. <laughs> All right, but yeah, man, yeah, a lot, a lot of things to look forward to uh, in the MCU. Um, you know, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully, we'll get our eventually we'll get our uh, four-hour cut of you know one of these properties. You know, a la Zack Snyder, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. But um, you know, it's neither here nor there. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Anything? I should make a I should make a video, a dance battle video, Baron Zemo versus Enchantress. <laughs> you should you know go right ahead, go right ahead, you know put it to like um something from like the breaking soundtrack or something. <laughs> no, you gotta do reckless. If you're gonna talk battles, you gotta do reckless. Mm. Okay, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but yeah, man, anything else uh on your docket or anything else we should uh cover uh no hmm. i know alien 2 comes out tomorrow alien number two comes out tomorrow and those covers look pretty cool okay. um i wish he was co- collecting hmm. but he went back into collecting because marvel has been doing these uh 40th anniversary of the empire strikes back covers oh okay so they had artists di- doing different scenes from the Empire Strikes Back. Some some of them look really really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. So, but I think those are almost, those are almost done, I believe. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much all we got for this week. Um, got some more goodness and magic in store in the in the coming weeks ahead. Uh, let me Next see. Next week. Next week will be our full Falcon and Winter Soldier review. Yes, we're gonna review all six episodes, and yeah, we might have a special hopefully, guest. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we we'll have a special guest. Yep, fingers crossed on that. Um, yep, we'll also have a, a future uh, tournament idea. Um, uh, I think our next tournament will be a uh, best uh, franchise, fi- best film franchise. Um, best film franchise. Yep, so it's gonna be sixteen film franchises that'll do battle. Um, we'll have some guests for that. Uh, All right. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, hopefully, we'll get um, uh, Curtis uh, Parvin back on the show. Uh, oh, yeah. Can... I thought he did say he did say some time ago. So, all right. Yep. 
Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I think I'll, I'll reach out to them next week. All right. Uh, all right, awesome, awesome. And also, uh, as you as all know, in May, May is going to be our uh, sixth anniversary of the Codex Prime podcast. I got something special in mind, but also, I actually thought about this, didn't even talk to you about it, but mm-hmm. I can take care of it. Yeah. We're doing a giveaway, folks. Oh, a giveaway, you say? What are we giving we're away? Gonna do, we're going to do a giveaway where starting tomorrow, because this uh, this week's episode will be focused, I'll be, it'll be, I uh, teamed up with Bad Lad, and we are focusing on my on the uh, Marvel hip hop covers. Okay. That took me forever to collect. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to post for a week straight. I'm going to post one hip hop cover mm-hmm. a day. All right. And and you have to guess the cover. When you guess the cover, I'm going to post it on our Instagram story. I'm going to post it on our stories via Instagram and Facebook. Yep. If you guess the cover correctly, that will automatically draw you into into our gift. You will be automatically entered into our drawing mm-hmm. for a special giveaway. Okay. Which mm-hmm. includes a Codex swag bag and a uh, $25 gift certificate to Amazon. Nice, nice. And uh, you play your cards right, right? We might even throw in a free copy of the director's cut of Midsummer. You ain't doing that. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't do that to the people. <laughs> hey, sip, sip, y'all. <laughs> uh, take a drink. Um, so, yes, uh, Yes, thank you all for watching and listening this week uh, of the Codex Prime Podcast. Um, you can catch all of our episodes every week on Facebook Live, Tuesday, Tuesday evenings around 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, where you can hit us up with that five-star review, as well as iHeartRadio and Podbean. You can find us on Podbean as well. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast and Twitter at Codex Prime Podcast cast all right yeah so so yeah that that does it that does it this week people uh carl once again um uh good on you to watch a great film uh we'll have more films for you to watch in the in the months ahead um we'll have some bets we'll have some bets we'll have more bets this is it was it it was cool it was fun to do this so we'll have some we'll have some more bets all right Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We'll switch it up to can't keep we can't keep it just film. We'll keep we'll switch it up. Yep, indeed, indeed. But all right, people, uh, we gotta get going. Um, as always, we, we can, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.